be our new podcast. <laughs> sounds like a good title. It's the it's the podcast where we don't smoke weed, so you have to. You have to. Calm we call down, it calm down with marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast, the whiskey talk show where we drink so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. This week on the podcast, we're drinking a familiar uh, and very easily accessible rye called Rittenhouse Rye. It's a hundred proof. It is a bottled and bond rye. Oh, you have one too. I also have one. This will be a double cork unscrew today. Hmm, both screw um, around. Yeah, exactly. And uh, But before we get into the whiskey, before we drink the whiskey, before we even talk about how we're doing, here's a great way to support us is uh, write us a rating or review, especially on Apple Podcasts. But if you're on some other venue that allows ratings or reviews, do that. And we appreciate uh, you giving us input, giving us uh, what you do. So, And if you're, if you're on a platform that doesn't allow you to give ratings, get off that communist platform. Yeah, and yeah, get they on just Apple want you to leave one. Yeah, they don't want you to help anyone. They just, they just <laughs> yeah, they just want you to listen, not speak your mind. Exactly, listen and not speak. So that's what I got this week in the terms of the. Yeah, that's it. That's the podcast. I hope you had a great time, <laughs> Robbie. I hope you uh, uh, don't cough as much next time. I hope you Dude, feel I'm better. Fine. I uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, is it time for me to talk? Let's talk, and you can go as first. You can, as you can tell by my voice, I still am not 100%, man. I have only slept well two nights oh, dang. this week, and that was the last two nights. So, hey, man, no, progress. I apologize, listeners. I am so sorry. I just got super sick. Like, yeah. last Friday, Juniper had an appointment because she was sick, so we had, mm. a, we had a doc coming out to see her. So I was like, okay, I'll take the day off work. I wake up, and I am done. I'm like, I, I am tired i can't do anything took mm. everything i had because it was a it's a table rock medicine great in the treasure valley they come to your house and uh they're coming to the house and i was like oh my gosh like i have not moved an inch since i woke up oh, right. mara's like dad i can just ride my scooter to school i'm like please do um that's funny so like i scrambled like sick robbie used all my energy i had on cleaning the house up for juniper's appointment and then like oh, i'm glad chelsea had to work on mother's day and we plan on celebrating mother's day weekend this weekend because uh-huh. like it was it was i was awful like i couldn't do anything um coughing and hacking up but it was disgusting yeah um saturday night that was kind of scary like i swear i had covid took the test yeah. it never came positive mm-hmm. but saturday night like uh chelsea has a pulse oximeter and so i just kind of like all of a sudden I'm like i'm having a hard time breathing mm-hmm. i was like dipping down into like 82 83 that's a uh, scary the, range. It was a little bit. So I texted her. I'm like, should I go to the hospital? And so like she monitored me for about an hour. And she's like, I think you're okay unless it happens again. So mm-hmm. it was weird. I was, I was super sick. I'm well, yeah, me too, man. But uh, yeah. So anyway, listeners, I am sorry. Next time uh, it had Cole and I, I, I had the day off. So Cole and I could have recorded, but it would have been awful. Cole yeah. have been just trying to do it all himself. You make a little hand puppet, Robbie. Robbie, you know, you would have been able to make some funny puns. Yeah, oh, you've been you'd been the pun master. Had to be that day. So anyway, no, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Sleep in a little bit, kind of get back on track. But uh, 
Yeah, and then my and then my wife got it, and we're worried Amara's coming down with it right now. Uh, so it's hard. Yeah, how's it, Chelsea it takes doing? Out of commission. Um, she's okay. She luckily, <coughs> excuse me, luckily she was able to. She had she had to work this weekend. She didn't start getting it till like Sunday. Oh, okay. Oh no, she started getting it Saturday evening, so she kind of um, had to work Sunday, but wasn't bad yet. And then she had three days off, and she took a Thursday off. So today was her only day working this week. So luckily she's been able to semi not have to rest and stuff. But Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm glad she got sick too, because you know, like the man flu. Yeah. Like I I I admittedly, when I get sick, I'm just like, dude, I'm just gonna shut it down. I'm gonna rest till I get better. My wife is a warrior. She's like, she'll like still do stuff. I get the man. I can't stay still. Yeah, and then I got the man flu on a Mother's Day. How awful mm. is that? And then she was like, she was like, this is bad. I don't want to do anything either. So I'm like, thank goodness. Nice. I got kind of bailed out by the sickness. Wow. She was down with the sickness. Ooh, ah, ah, oh, wait. Have you heard that? Uh, that uh, Ooh, ah, 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 The one guy? No, no. Uh, what is it? The uh, Spice Girls mashup with that one? I think I have. Yeah, says, oh, I think tell I have. me what you want, what you really yeah, want. Yeah, it's over the yeah. guitar part, mm-hmm. and then he does that. It's and I love it every time. Every, if I scroll through a reel that has that, I stop automatically and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Let me anyway. redeem myself real okay. quick. You got to do like, okay, here we go. Okay, that was good. That was good. That was better. Yeah, that was no, I didn't think your first one was that bad. Okay, good. Because I felt like it was, it was like the, the guy on one, that one. I feel like you still know on that it. one video where he's like, Ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm not a huge Sorry, disturbed I'm still good. No, I never yeah. was. But, yeah. that's, but I, that's I can respect them. I can respect them. I don't know if I can. I don't know. You don't what? What? You don't. I don't know. Like if, I don't know if I can respect them. Oh, really? What is that corn song where he does a weird thing at the beginning? Uh, Freak on a Leash. How's that go? There's a corn one too. Like I just don't. It's not. The, it's not in the beginning. It's towards the. It's towards the end. Like the. It's like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I it's just like. Scat. like I don't get that. It's like I, hard rock scat. Yeah, I don't get it, and I've, I kind of felt like this. Like, it disturbs first. Like his first song comes out, and that's like the big thing is he does some weird sound. Yeah. I just didn't get it. Not me. You ever see, we might have talked about this, and I'm pretty sure we have, but you ever seen The <laughs> One with Jet Li? No, no. Great I think you've brought it up before, though. Great soundtrack. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's great. Speaking of but anyway, great movies, I'm a, I've uh-huh. never watched The Godfather. I'm going to watch that this weekend. This weekend? I, this okay, weekend, yeah, prepared. It's a long one. I know. That's why the thing is that I planned my time. I think I, I saw it in high school. And it was it was like that respect, but don't enjoy. Like I was like, I get why people love this. I respect the the movie itself, but I didn't like love it. Okay, but it's got what? What's the guy's that. name? Uh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Yeah, he like touches his face. He's like, you, you never give me the the decency or something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> but um, yeah. Tell you me know, how, how, you, how, it how it goes. I will. I will. How have you been, Cole? been a while my tongue is tingly you know why oh what's your i just had some melinda's ghost pepper hot sauce Ooh, and what do you think it was great you know i'm sad i drank or not drank i didn't (laughs) chug it Uh, i'm sad i took some on food or 
I, what do you even say? Like I put some on my food uh, before the podcast because my tongue was burning for a little bit. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be rough drinking whiskey with this. Dude, that's the but thing. I recovered. Good. It, yeah. Isn't it the, a, a great balance of flavor and heat? I'm with you. It's more heat than I thought it was, uh, to be okay. honest. And it's not a bad thing. Um, but the way you you hyped it up, I think it is a really good balance, to be honest. And here's the thing. Ghost peppers have a really good flavor. From my experience making hot sauce, it's just you have to tame it in a really good way. But like the yeah. flavor of the actual pepper is better than most, in my opinion. Uh, but moment, yeah, the, the heat is crazy sometimes if you don't do you tame like, it down. Do you like truffles? Not really. The truffle flavor? Okay. No. I'm not a huge truffle fan, but she also makes one like a black truffle uh-huh. hot sauce. And that is delicious on Asian food. And uh, ah. I, I like that one. But it's not, that one's really not spicy. But uh-huh. I got you. It's tasty. I'm gonna. I've never. Melinda's. I've never sent you my hot sauce. Mine is. Like I know. Super tame compared to Melinda's uh, in the heat department. Okay. Uh, but it's got a little little kick, and but, um, but it's made with love, and that it's made with love. And I know Melinda loves me. I know she yeah, loves Melinda me, but not like you me. do. You know. Yeah. So it'll taste that much better. And then otherwise in life, I'm excited for this weekend. Actually, you know, I mean, first, let me let me say it's it feels like it's been a long time since we recorded. I mean, it's it been feels like it's been. I feel like I barely know you. I know. So it's good to be back, listeners. It's good to be back, Robbie. Yeah. Um, yeah. This weekend, my my good friend from college, him and his wife and two kids are coming in from Raleigh. It's, a, nice. it's like a two and a half hour drive or so. So they're coming on up. Looking forward to chilling with them. We're just going to, I mean, mostly do kids stuff. Like just, you know, talking and watching the kids all day. How old it are seems like. uh, He's got like an eight-year-old. Oh, okay. And, uh, and then he's got like a two-year-old, I want to say. And, uh, that, that, that Beck will like love it. Yeah. It's like a good and age I, of respect. Yeah. And with, it's funny. I've known him for, since college. But I've known his wife since high school, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, so it'll be cool seeing them and, uh, big fans of them. And yeah, I've been looking for that for a while. Have you, Otherwise, suggested, uh-huh. have you suggested to him that maybe instead of going up to see you guys, he goes to Cancun? Uh, no, I try to avoid that because it breaks my heart. When they <laughs> I was just saying, like, ma- <laughs> sorry, all the cool people do that. Just leave the uncool yeah. people behind in Virginia. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Oh, what are you entry buzz? Are you entry buzzing? Because I've laid out an entry buzz, but I haven't been sipping. What, are, what are you sipping on? Uh, just blands. I just had a little Some sample blends. bottle full there of blands. And, yeah. There you go. Yeah. No. Um. Like, I, I don't want to put too much alcohol on, on my immune system right now because I am. I'm at that point where I value. You know, where it's like when you get sick and you're like, I do anything to feel yeah. better. Yeah. I'm on the tail end of that. So I'm like, I'm, nice. I'm not going to, I'm going to kill my immune system as little. But as what possible. if, Robbie, mm-hmm. what if you were wrong? And what if alcohol were good for you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just all, a that's, cleanse, that's, man. Just a... <laughs> it's basically like rubbing alcohol internally. It's basically, <laughs> why don't you, you know, pull a, pull a president and inject it into your veins, you know? Dude, and, there you go. Done. so just but ch- I'll, I'll butt chug it and funnel it at the same time yeah, and get like myself a, good from both ends yeah it's it's a it's a alcohol enema it'll clean you out so i guess that's i don't know how are we doing we're doing okay yeah we're a little short but you know, yeah but that's okay we're not gonna force anything. i mean i could go into detail about how many times i blew my nose this week because that's about the funnest thing i've done did you have one of those like counter things where you're like 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep all sorts of stats on my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I did I use a, guy, a lot. Though. Oh, go ahead. I knew a guy who like carried one of those around. And I'm like, why are you carrying that? I never asked him. But he like when I saw him multiple times, he was like, you know, clicking. He's keeping. And you like it's like you him. wonder like what are you what are you counting? So then you got to start doing things like is it every time I touch my nose? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like trying to be like, start doing what? start checking out my um my uh, like batter signals. No, I had like, I have pull a, the ear <laughs> go across the, a, the brim. I have a couple of those in my classroom, and like every once in a while, like when kids get a little like unruly, like you just gotta kind of focus these kids, and like but there's a lot of energy. I'll mm-hmm. go ahead, all right, I'll reset. I'm like, who can click the most in one minute? And they're just, oh, nice. <laughs> like going at it like nuts that's one of my favorites or like uh how many times who can jump the most in one minute and i'll like click them like crazy as they're jumping nice yeah do you ever um you ever play video games never all okay. the time yeah you do do you every still night. play video games yeah we, we play almost every night with, uh, with papa g papa g and yeah. Michael pen and so, my wife do you remember the old days like n64 days where it's like you're playing like mario party or something like that okay. and you have to like tap it really quick and some yeah. people would like do the slide like, rub across it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I always, I always would go two hands on my thigh. Uh-huh. And then oh, just... dang. And then you'd yeah. play some video games. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and with that, why don't we go for a walk? That's a good point to go. I'm ready for, I'm ready for a walk. Yeah. It's a good day. It actually was supposed to rain today, but I don't think it did, which means after this, I'm probably going to have to mow the lawn. Oh, okay. Which I'm bummed about. You don't like mowing the lawn? I it's a big lawn. Yeah. But, yeah, mean, yours is yours is smaller than ours for sure. See, I like well, our first house we were on a third of an acre with just a was just a fifteen hundred square foot house. So it was like um huge yard. Took a lot of, took a decent Was this the house I knew? Mm-hmm. Because it was, was on that corner lot. Yeah. yeah. Was it third? A quarter. Quarter it of an went. acre quarter of an acre I feel like we're like a which half is big an for a neighborhood uh-huh totally do you need are you you so you're, are you kind of at the point where it's like you might want to get a writing yes yeah yeah but that's like a few grand yeah, yeah. so I don't know. but anyway yeah. i'm gonna have to go for a walk but when we come back we'll talk about the history of rittenhouse but more so the history of uh heaven hill distillery Mowing. which we haven't touched oh. in a very long time and so we'll be back we'll talk about that and then we'll drink so here we go to break back we are and we're talking about rittenhouse ride but specifically we we're going to be talking a little bit about heaven hill distillery which we makes will. rittenhouse ride but before we get to that i had some notes just wanted to give a shout out to all the people that reached out to us over the past two weeks yeah uh, great conversations uh great just talking appreciate all you guys so keep it up and if you haven't if you're if you're one of those people that's on instagram and you follow us and you haven't hit us up saying you know what i appreciate you guys no, or kidding. I depreciate uh, you guys. Yeah, or I depreciate you guys. Now's the perfect time to send Now's Cole a Christmas gift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit us up. Yeah, exactly. Hit us we up. You know us, YouTube. Just know comment why. or I feel uh, like send us congenial. a message. That's what people do on YouTube, right? They can send a message, right? Right, right, right? Anyway, uh, we are drinking Rittenhouse Rye, and this is our first Rittenhouse Rye branded whiskey on the podcast, but it's pretty much the only Rittenhouse branded product out there. 
And some of you are like, hey, cool. What about Rittenhouse Very Rare uh, that had bottlings like a 21-year-old, a 23-year-old, and a 25-year-old ride? Well, those are super rare, person. And I'm not going to pretend that they're so rare that they're not worth mentioning. So I decided to talk about Heaven Hill Distillery. We've talked about aspects of Heaven Hill Distillery over the past year or so. But I wanted to actually just talk about the like the basic history of it. And it's been a long time. I don't know when the last time, if we ever did a real strong background of Heaven Hill Distillery. So uh, one thing is to note is that according to Heaven Hill's website, they are the single most productive bourbon distilling operation and second largest inventory of aging whiskey in the world. So first most productive. Yeah, yeah. no, here's the exact phrase. Single most productive bourbon distilling operation and second largest inventory of aging whiskey in the world. Now, here's my question. What does it actually mean to be the single most productive bourbon distilling operation? There's a lot of like clarifying words in there, like single productive distilling operation why don't they just say like we're the most producing distillery or something like it's very interesting and i think i don't like if they if they were the highest producing distillery of bourbon i feel like they would have worded it differently Mm -hmm. that's all i'm gonna say outside of tri-cities is badger mountain the world's tallest treeless mountain whoa yeah so you yeah, those qualifiers like will get you. Yeah, they'll, and then they'll draw you in, and then you're going to have to pay their price. So anyway, that's that's all I'm wondering. Could you call yourself the highest producing bourbon distillery in the world? Maybe not. But where did I leave off? Uh, but I don't like when distilleries put out weirdly worded claims like that. But anyway, one thing I can say is that Heaven's Hill is a family-owned distillery. Started by brothers Mose, George, Gary, David, and Ed <laughs> Shapira, uh, right after Prohibition ended, uh, and they originally worked in department stores. And they were approached by investors uh, that asked them if they would co-invest in a distillery. And they were asked for only about seven seventeen thousand five hundred dollars, which would be matched by the investors uh, to be thirty five thousand dollars. Uh, to start up a bourbon producing machine. Uh, and that's the equivalent today of about 350 grand, which if you really think about it, isn't a lot compared to uh, what they're doing today with distilleries. So like, that's like the cost of a house. Uh, and they started a distillery with the cost of a house that got as big as it is today. Uh, and the distillery was started in Bardstown, Kentucky. Uh, they bought the land off of a man named William Heavenhill. And it was Heaven Hill with one word, not like split up, like Heaven Hill Distillery. And they originally named the distillery the Heaven Hill Springs Distillery. Mm. Uh, and originally two beams. Uh, we talked about how um, how the beams really took over the, the, the bourbon world uh, from, from a long time ago, from like the 1700s, basically. Uh, but anyway, two beams were running the distillery on the distillation side. That there was Joe and Harry Beam were making the juice until Earl Beam became master distiller in 1946. And he was master distiller until 1975 when he handed things off to his son, Parker Beam. 
Uh, now, Parker Beam really kicked off several new brands, such as Elijah Craig, Evan Williams, and Henry McKenna, uh, ones we've all done. Mm-hmm. And in 1996, there was actually an enormous distillery fire that almost put Heaven Hill under. Uh, when this happened, after it happened, they actually reached out to some other distilleries in Kentucky who were actually happy to help out in different ways in restoring Heaven Hill's business, basically. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, they, In the end, they lost 92,000 barrels to this fire. And they think Jeez. it was, uh, I believe it was uh, due to a lightning strike, they say. Uh, most companies wouldn't recover from that kind of loss, but they did. Only three years later, they were presented with the opportunity to buy the Bernheim distillery in Louisville, which they now own. And when they did, Parker Beam, who was the master distiller at that time still, um, made sure that everything was up to Heaven Hill's standards, like removing a lot of stainless steel in the process of making the whiskey. He replaced a lot of that with copper because copper, he says, would bring out or would would affect the flavor less. Um, so that was one of the things they did. Uh, anyway, they've been doing very well since, uh, and they've been doing well since they started. Uh, but these days they're producing over 400,000 barrels a year. And I thought that was pretty cool. So that's the story, a little bit of a condensed, concise, brief story of Heaven Hill Distillery. Now we're going to talk about Rittenhouse Rye, which they make and they made for a little bit now. Uh, bottled in bond, Rittenhouse is. And so it is 100 proof. And it is uh, around the minimum age for bonded whiskey. So it's around four years old. Four years is the minimum for bottled and bond whiskey. Uh, it is low rye rye recipe, which is 51% rye, 37% corn, and 12% malted barley. Uh, very low rye, but um, it is still a rye because you need to be a minimum of 51%. And they match that. And total wine price, I got this personally for about $21. And um, I got mine was 27 Whoa. I was surprised. I thought it was cheaper than that. I haven't opened this seal yet. I, I cut mine earlier. Ooh. Did you drink it yet? Nope. You ready for a double cork unscrew? Put it back on. <laughs> mine gets the crack of the unscrew. All right, ready? One, two, three. There we go. And as you could tell, there is no uh, actual cork. There is a screw top on this one, oh, which isn't a bad thing. Some great whiskeys have screw tops, such as Yamazaki 18. Now, did you know that this is quite the John? I am very aware this is quite the John. It's a Philadelphia-styled rye. I saw that. Named after Rittenhouse Square in That's right. Philadelphia. I did my research, Cole. Yeah, you read the bottle. I read the bottle. Go I forgot me. that it was named after Rittenhouse Square. I've been there. Have you? Many a time. What'd you do there? I ate dinner with my sister and my wife once. Mm, what'd you have for dinner? I forget. It was like semi-fancy. It's a nice square. If you were Amara, you'd know. Amara would be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, we went to dinner with that one. Oh, okay, yeah. I ordered this and this, that, and you had this and that. Like, she remembers. Nice. Crazy. That's a good thing to remember, what you ate. It is kind of fun, because... Like, <coughs> <coughs> oh, uh, 
I wasn't coughing. I was just singing. All right, no, nose-wise. You're, you're allowed to Yeah, I'm with you. Appley, it's not spice. It's not... Um, they assume that uh, Sazerac rye is about 51% or 51% rye. It's not as fruity as Saz to me on the nose, but it's still mm. very fruity. I'm getting a little bit of baking spices as well. Nothing like cinnamon, no. uh, but it's got a little spice a little, to it for sure. A little rice spice. Um, I don't know. First off, I'm going to go for another one in a second, but I just get a lot of bitterness right off the bat. This is very spicy. Yeah. And then, the first note I get is spice. grass. Oh, it's an omen. Mm-hmm. You hate cutting grass. So that's why I'm sipping this. Yeah. It's getting me ready. You know what would help uh, lawn mowing? If I could like actually <laughs> one hand a glass and put my other hand on the mower, but it's a full push mower. Oh boy. So, yeah. You're getting a workout then. I thought we bought one that had a, like, that was like a self-propelled, self-propelled one, but apparently not. It's like not doing its own thing. And I have like some weird hills and stuff. It's annoying. Yeah. So if you go back to buy another one and mm-hmm. you don't get a riding, we, I love my Husqvarna. It's an mm-hmm. all wheel drive. Nice. Self propelled, which is nice because I'll go mow some lawns like in the foothills and stuff like that. People got hilly yards. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, it's got all wheel drive. Are so you getting grass? Because I'm getting a lot of grass. Um, It is a little grassy. I think that might be kind of like the earthy bitterness that I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, not, it's not super sweet. It's it's kind of the, the weird thing is it's it's it doesn't taste a hundred proof it tastes eighty proof kind of yeah, seems I've, watered down on top. I of haven't it. I haven't had anything to drink since. Mm-hmm. I th- well I thought we were going to record on Thursday for a second so I had to, I did have a drink so last Thursday was the last time I had a drink so mm-hmm. I haven't had much to drink at all so I don't know if I'm just out of whack here but grassy yeah. earthy um it's got some flavor. But the heat isn't like backing it up, which isn't necessary. I don't need that to happen to enjoy it. I get a yeah, I get this a bitterness. Is, it's 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 weird. It's got like weird flavors, but at the same time, it feels watered down. It's interesting. It is definitely earthy. I can see the grass for sure. Like not even uh-huh. like a fresh cut grass. It's kind of like a mulchy, maybe sat in the bag for a couple of days mm-hmm. before you dump yeah, it. Kind of grassiness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not not a huge fan. I'll be honest. I so haven't far. sipped this uh, neat. I don't even remember the last time I ever had Rittenhouse Rye. So I was kind of expecting this to be just a very trusty go-to for the price. Uh, very good mixer. Um, so far, I'm like... I'm not unimpressed <laughs> with it, but I probably won't keep one of these on my shelf is what no. I will say about this so far. But we'll see right. what the water pour does. Yeah, I dropped mine already. Mm-hmm. Kind of killed a little bit of sweetness that was there, that little fruity su- sweetness that it had. It's kind of mm-hmm. gone now. This is so grassy. Yeah. No, I'm, so it's funny because I remember the only time I really remember knowing I was drinking this is, I think, Manhattans are made with rye, right? Yeah, typically. So pre- I went to the press and ponies. like, can I get a Manhattan? And, and, and the, I just... It was like when I was first getting into whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and what's the, what, what's your house pour for that? And he goes, Rittenhouse. And I go, oh. I didn't know much about it, but I was like, I don't think I like that. I was like, oh, you got anything? And he's like, oh, you don't like Rittenhouse? And I was like, 
caught felt called out like i had to commit to what i'd said and i was like oh no that sounds horrible and you know what i might have been right <laughs> there you go you might have known what you were talking about i don't you know it's i have to i have to distance myself from the distillery and because i do respect heaven hill but if this were made by like someone else it would be okay to me at best like I can't say I would love this. It was like even if it were made by someone like Buffalo Trace or something like that's still okay. I like it. <coughs> Excuse me. I like it better than with the water than I did neat for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't get the bitterness that I got right off the bat up front. Ooh, um, I'm getting back end, but the back end it wasn't up for me. It wasn't up front. <laughs> the back end though. Um, yeah. Like that weird earthiness is really prominent on the back end. Um, uh, I hate this. Yeah, with water like the okay. whole time. It's just my this. mouth is coated with an earthy, dry, bitter flavor. Now, I will which say, is like, interesting because this is kind of a go-to standard for mixing. Well, I so, mean, maybe maybe it's just you know you add a little add something with some sugar in it and it get it. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, maybe that helps it out a ton and it kind of brings mm-hmm. out the best foods and bring out the best. Um, and like, there's times where my eyes go. There's times where I'm, I'm earthiness is not like a one of my favorite notes for sure, but there are definitely some whiskeys that can have an earthiness to it that. I kind of enjoy it, like if, but I, yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I want it as the prominent note for right? sure. I don't know. Like one of the one of the earthiest whiskeys I've ever had is William oh. Larue Weller. Some years of William Larue Weller, and um, but it's still good. I just I'm not always the biggest fan of Willie Larue because of that, but it's still a good whiskey. It's good enough. Uh, this is a grassy good earthy that for you. It's Especially good enough or i don't know what it's for like me it's good enough what's this good enough for you and me yeah 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 old cindy lopper bro from the goonies oh i didn't know that yeah i was about to guess the pixies well you had voice, kind of a black my, francis kind it of thing did well down. i think that's kind of where my voice was taking it mm-hmm. it's yeah um I don't know. I would. That might be if I can remember to post it. I'm gonna make a note here in a second. That'd be a good question. What uh, what whiskey do you enjoy that like earthy note is prominent? Yeah. And if I don't post it, send it to us. What like Maybe if we you really just enjoy do that earthy for notes, our no whiskey? What whiskey would you choose? We could. Well, but think about have, it. You have a burning question you want I answered. Do. Cool. I want yeah. it answered. So we'll do that. Yeah. Next week, so. Um. How do you how do you like it with the ice? Have you I mean, it's, mm. it's your first step? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Went down the wrong pipe first. Almost better oh, than oh, no water for me. No, it's it's might be the best pour actually for me. I liked water. Well, ooh, hold on. Now the back end does get a little okay. Mm-hmm. I got the bitterness up front again. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I didn't have enough ice. I'm gonna put a little more ice in here. Just a little. I don't like the finish bit. though. Oh, yeah, the longer this, it sits, I will I give get, this bottle away. The longer I don't it even, sits, I, I don't even like think a... it's worthy of cocktails. Yeah, but well, maybe if you add sugar, add some sugar. But um, but a Manhattan doesn't have sugar. 
just she's got vermouth. Vermouth, yeah. And bitters. And maybe an orange peel or a lemon peel if you're crazy. Yeah. Or a maraschino cherry. Mm. Yeah. Maraschino. Yeah. So I um I think I'm formulating my rating. Okay, that time I didn't get the bitterness over. I don't know what's going on with my palate here. There's the bitterness there. Give it a second. It might get good again. It just seems so watered down, which it's like you know, not. It's a hundred proof. On the back end, I get like a nuttiness. And it's almost like a Brazil nut where you're like Brazil nuts are kind of bitter, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of get like a Brazil nut. I'm going back to the Blantons. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pour a little bit of my limonada in here too. Maybe that'll help it. We'll see. Your Illuminati? A lemon, limonada. Lemonade. Ah, no. What's that? Oh, it's just like one of those energy drinks that's lemonade. Ooh. Energy drinks? Mm-hmm. I love energy drinks. Minus the no. energy. What if just I was like, because most of our listeners know that I'm anti-caffeine these days, at least for me. You can drink whatever you want. But what if I was like, like, cool goes to the coffee shop, just like, ah, boom, bam, boom, hitting yeah. coffees out of people's hands. Yeah. Flipping tables and tearing coffee <laughs> out of people's hands. Uh, what if I like, like relapsed? It was like, it was like I was addicted or something. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go back to caffeine. No. <laughs> That'd be funny. I would hope someone would like hold me back because I don't do I'm well sur- with caffeine. I'm surprised you didn't start. If you were gonna relapse, it would I would have for sure thought it was gonna be when um, Beck was born. Nah, like I, I am strong, impressed. Baby. You you made it through early infancy. That's right. I, well, I guess you told me like you just wait yeah. until you have a baby. I thought for sure you would, but you were begging me to relapse. I was. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, let's go get some coffee. Y'all man. gotta be in that mm. caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your rating on this? I. I think I've formulated mine. <clears throat> I think I'm going to go 4.5. Yeah. I'm like, it's not entirely awful. That is, there's nothing, there's nothing really great about it. There's nothing mm-hmm. good about it. Like, yeah. Uh, other than it, it could get you drunk if you wanted to get drunk. That's about where it's yeah. at. I think so. I'm going to go 4.5. This was, I tried to keep an open mind on this one. I actually was expecting this to be a very good, reasonably priced pour, but I was not very impressed. Mm-hmm. And I will probably give this bottle to a friend because um, it doesn't belong on my shelf. Uh, I'm going to give it sub enemy. six. I was thinking six, but I was like, you know what? I don't think it even earned a six, but I'm going to go just below at a 5.9. Not okay. loving it, especially with the water. Um, Really like the neat pour was the best, but it was very earthy and in a way weird flavors, but in a way very light. Uh, I don't even think it'd be great in cocktails. Maybe I'll have to just try it in a cocktail and be like, I'm going to save this bottle for because I have a couple friends that really like my whiskey mm. sours, so I'm gonna just save for the whiskey sours. This could rock a whiskey sour, there's enough sugar and enough distracting flavors to make yeah. it. Work. So maybe I'll just make it my standard. No, I have enough bottles of Buffalo Trace to make that. Like, honestly, even for that, like honestly, I like and I've said it before. I, I like a twenty dollar bottle of two gingers Irish mm-hmm. whiskey be- 
because it just cuts. It, you don't really That's need anything that fancy. You got to go with bourbon. See, I think the bourbon, bourbon is almost bourbon's almost too sours. sweet though. No, it's perfect. Like because you're already trace. Come on. I mean, you can. I just, I just, it's already so sweet. Yeah. You're. I mean, you're literally like a. You know, adding. Gosh, probably like I don't know what to say. You're adding a lot mm. of sugar when you make that drink. Yeah. Yeah. Your sour ratio. Yeah. Half of it is sugar. What do you do? You, what do you? How? What's your recipe for a, a whiskey sour? So it's a two to one ratio of liquor to uh, simple syrup. Okay. And so, so you typically I'll do about three ounces, mm-hmm. and then one point five ounces, mm-hmm. and then I'll do at least half of a lemon. Oh wow! So yep, you kind of just do, gauge it based on a lemon. It's just one lemon, and you know that way you kind of it's it makes things you know the way they is. It could vary a little bit, Wait. but then you do the dry shake with the egg white first. Totally. Then you add those ingredients in. Mm-hmm. Ice shake, pour it, and I'll do a, you know a little uh, maraschino mm, cherry always good. in it. Yeah. And then the Luxardo, I'll take a fork and I'll dip. I'll scoop out some of the Luxardo syrup and, and drizzle drag it. around the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Here's mine. Mine's a little different okay. than yours. Okay. And I have a very measured form. So yeah, I will dry shake the egg yolk, and I'm not afraid to put a whole egg yolk in there. Yep. Um, or, one sorry, egg yolk egg per drink. White. Yeah. I mean, yeah. White. Right. One egg white per drink is yeah. what you got to do. And then uh, I will dry shake that, and then I'll add uh, two ounces of bourbon, uh, one ounce of lemon juice, and then three quarter ounce of double or two to one simple syrup. Two to one sugar to yep. water. And then, yeah, I'll try to add a maraschino. 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 And then um, I'll shake really hard with uh, ice and then strain out into the um, those glasses that I got you. That's my favorite glass for a, a whiskey sour is the ones, have, the, the small ones that I got you. Got I know. Those are great. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Just lemon wise. A little different. Oh. Sometimes I also like uh-huh. to add a little bit of uh, uh, the the peels oil, a little lemon oil, a little zest, not zest, yeah, a little oil across good. the top. Yeah. Wait a second. So you're not drinking alcohol, but you're drinking energy drinks? I need caffeine, Cole. Um, um, but it's sugar and caffeine, and that's it. I do. I, well, I do like the diet one, man. Oh, it's totally. not like sugar. You ever have bang energy? Uh, maybe, I think I had one once and it was growth. Oh, really? I love bang. And plus they offer some caffeine-free varieties. So uh, I get behind that. Ugh. I love their sour heads flavor. Interesting. I would try that. that or their cotton candy flavor. Cotton Classy. candy. We have like a gummy bear one too, don't they? They have a few different creeds. I don't think I haven't heard of gummy, but there's like unicorn something or something like that. But they don't offer that in caffeine free. Gotcha. But um, let's move it on to our next. Let's do that. Yeah. Why not? A segment we like to call Whiskey World News. And we're back. It's time for Whiskey World News. Part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. Didn't write it. Just going to talk about it. And this one comes from Inside Hook and is written by Kirk Miller. 
It's Kirk. titled Private Barrel Picks Make Your Favorite Whiskey More Interesting. That's for sure. Several distilleries today offer a private barrel program where consumers, bars, liquor stores, and whiskey societies can select their own casks and receive personalized bottles. And other perks. It's an increasingly common part of the whiskey economy. Starting May 13th, Whiskey Auctioneer will be debuting its third major sale of American whiskey, this time highlighting these private barrel stocks. But the concept of barrel picks has changed somewhat over the decades, and the bottles in the spotlight here to here point to a time when a private barrel selection was far less common, but conversely, much more freewheeling and interesting. The growth in barrel picking is exceptional, and interest in private picks is at an all-time high, as Fred Minnick, a whiskey historian, notes on the auctioneer's website. As we begin to see distillers limiting their private barrel programs, rare picks like these will be in demand. They represent a time when people had free reign in a warehouse to select their ultimate flavor profiles. These bottles are capsules in time, reflecting a bygone era, and this is one of the opportunities to get some of these extraordinary rare gems. Um, and it just kind of goes into talking about some of the picks they have at this certain auction. Um, but I'll go and stop there. But anyway, cool. I thought that was an interesting title. Yeah, what we do you really talk thoughts? too much about barrel picks? No, we haven't. We I, we have not. Uh, you know, for those out there who don't know what barrel picks are, it's basically um, distilleries will offer things like, uh, for example, Eagle Rare or Buffalo Trace or Elijah Craig or what else could do? Like even smaller distillers will do barrel picks, and uh, even Blanton's does it. Um, stag just recently started doing it uh so these are these are so typically in something like let me give an example of elijah craig is that elijah craig is typically considered a small batch product but who knows what that means um but what you can do is you could say hey heaven hill send me uh like 10 samples of different barrels of your elijah craig product because they are different and they're always going to be different. And one barrel is always going to be different from the next barrel. It's like snowflakes. They're always going to be different. And, and sometimes they they'll be similar, but they'll never be exactly the same. And so when they batch them typically in a small batch or potentially a large batch product, but they're not going to call it a large batch product, uh, it'll be more consistent to the last batch. Now, when you do a single barrel pick, you get to try different uh, like the the liquor store or the like you said the um, the bourbon club um, or like whatever like societies and stuff like they uh, will pick uh, out of like a range of the Elijah Craig product in this case and they'll say we liked this barrel the best it was it tasted to our liking and now we're gonna sell that whole barrel in terms of bottles made up of that barrel and I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I, my dream in life years ago was to be a part of a barrel pick tasting, which I actually got to do a few years ago, which is awesome. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's a way to select out of a range of what you want. Uh, I, I just think if I see barrel picks of things I love, for example, four roses, barrel strength, uh, single barrel. Uh, I pretty much can never say no to that because they're always going to be different because one, they're different recipes, different yeast strains and all that. Uh, but then two, they're always like good, you know, and some are better than others. So I, I usually will pick up nice barrel picks, uh, especially if they're not 1792. And um, I just don't like 1792 like that much, but I, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Maybe I need to give them another chance. 
Um, <laughs> but that's what I think. I think barrel picks are cool and I think they are special and I think they're unique. And I think that's worth celebrating. I, I'm a, I don't see a lot. We don't, I mean, we'll get state cause we're state run. Mm-hmm. We'll get like Idaho's mm-hmm. maker's marks. Things like that, totally. which don't necessarily excite me. No, but when I am when I am out of town, like if I see a barrel pick, I'm like, oh, cool, I'll grab that because you know what, I'm not going to be able to get that exact product no. in Idaho. Totally. For sure. um, also, it reminded me of two jokes. Of yeah, bring it on. The same joke, different variation. Ah. You can pick your friends. You can, you pick, can your pick your nose, nose. but you, you can't, can't pick, pick your, your friends' friend's nose. Now, if some, if you were to say that, I would say no, Cole. You can pick you your can friends' pick your barrels. You can pick your nose, but you can't eat your friends. Wow. That's yeah. So if someone knows that joke, that's 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 where you go to next. I like that. I'm gonna run with that. That's mm-hmm. like that's like saying, you know, uh, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a night. If you uh teach a man a fish, he'll eat for the rest of his life. Or if you give a man a fire, he'll be warm for a night. But if you set a man on fire, he'll be warm <laughs> for the rest of his life. Have you heard that one? <laughs> no, I think I have. It's so I good. Like that. <laughs> um, it reminds me. No, I, you, you just that should have been the show. Bring it on! But it was the joke of uh, why aren't koalas considered bears? Uh-huh. And they're like the reason because well, I mean they're not because they're marsupials. They scream when they're on fire. Because if <laughs> someone says because they're marsupials, you can still say the punchline, which is because they don't have the koalifications. Ah, that's good. Yeah, but yeah, yours is better. No, yeah. But I like yeah. the fire, setting fire to a koala. It's like when the um, when Australia was on fire. And, oh gosh! Um, <laughs> no I'm kidding. Cool. I'm not a supporter <laughs> of setting koalas on fire. I'm just joking. Just joking. Don't cancel us. All right. Uh, what do you say we move on to our next segment of the show? We like to call whiskey. What whiskey? Nope. We're gonna restart that up. A segment we like to call what whiskey would you choose? All right. Oh geez, that means cold. Talk about the color of the whiskey. I totally mm-hmm. forgot. We are. Well, I'm out of rhythm here. This blends um, is a pale copper. Um, it reminds me of a terracotta. I still have the barrel bottle on my desk, so maybe I'll sip some of that or the um, um, seagrass. Ooh, which and who uh, who was sending who who do we got the the regular seagrass come from? Uh, it's, uh, uh, that's going to be a uh, Brian Rap joint in the future. Yes, and so I actually saved... saw some at the liquor store for eighty bucks, and I was like, do I buy it? And we'll see after Brian's episode or Brian's. Yeah. So I'm excited because I'm going, I'm ready to, uh, I'm, I'm going to sample them next to each other and, and kind of yeah. compare and contrast. Nice. Uh, anyway, last week we talked about what non-Kentucky affiliated ris- rye whiskey is your favorite. I went with Crater Lake Reserve Rye and Cole went with Lot 40 Second Edition, right? It was second. Yep. Yep. Uh, cool first, first or second? It was supposed to be first. I put second. It was it was definitely not third, I'll tell you that. Not third. Uh and cool one, 75 to 25%. Nice. No surprise there. Uh and as far as ride ins go, uh whiskey wine cigars with limo rye DG. Have you heard of that? Love it. You know that? Whiskey wine and cigars, hit us up anytime. Okay. And then Bro Taskin Askin also said lot yeah, for sure. Our Canadian turtle friend. standard is great. Um he said what? He he just said uh, lot forty for sure. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Which the, even their standard that was great. Yeah, uh, Matt Town Market Bean Clubs, Alberta Premium Cast Strength. Yeah, baby, another good friend. Canadian rhyme. Dramhound went with High West Double Rye Picks for their crazy finishing totally. barrels. And he said Woodenville Cast Strength for straight rye. And I have not had any of their cask, but I ha- I do like their rye. 
Yeah, Woodenville's got sure. it going on. Um, Joel M09, Belgrove Peated Rye. Hopefully we get nice. to taste it one day. It's bottled and ready to send. Mm-mm. Can't yeah, wait. Right. Dude, I would uh, go to Tasmania first. And yeah. I'll just well, you, you know what? Hits. You're not allowed in Tasmania anymore after your little koala joke there, buddy. I know. Well, Tasmania doesn't have koalas. They have quakas. Look them up. They're cute. Quakas? Mm-hmm. Like Ritz? Saltines? Yeah, like um, townhouse quakas. <laughs> I know I got to look it up. Uh, our good friend John Hughes in the Bellish Pod said Jack Daniels and Wilson Pig are great rides, but for me, it's Sagamore is doing the most. Nice. I haven't They're had Sagamore, good. which is from Baltimore. Hey, get your gun. Pretty darn. That's all sure. I know about Baltimore. has got a high crime rate. Uh, yeah. Miles Ferguson, Alberta Premium Rye, close second and very different Copper Fox Rye. Which happy birthday, Miles Ferguson, recently, and I got him that for his birthday. Nice. Nice. All right, Cole. So this week, Cole has like I question Cole. Like this, I don't know if this is gonna be a great West whiskey. With I cheese, think it's gonna be but great. It very well could be because it is a two-parter. It's interesting. But Cole, yeah. what is like? But Cole's like, we're gonna do it because this is what I gotta know. Yeah. Cole, what's this week's what whiskey? Would you choose? All right, here it goes. So <laughs> I have many types of glasses. I have Waterford glasses. I have Glen Cairns. I have stemless Glen Cairns. I have stemless Glen Cairns. With the chill filter logo on it. What up? I have really fancy extra bulbous glass holes. Uh, I have <laughs> a corn blah, uh, Glen Karen, uh, stuff like that. I have fancy glasses, but my favorite fancy glass is my Waterford double old fashioned glass or potentially the glass hole, uh, large bulbous glass hole, um, snifter. Um, but depending on the day, what something is fancier than others. I want to hear, first of all, what's your fanciest glass that you like to pour into? But second of all, what do you love pouring into your fanciest glass? Oh, so, Robbie, oh. what is your fanciest glass and what do you love pouring into that fancy glass? All right. So I will say my fanciest glass mm-hmm. is my corn bleu. Corn bleu. My corn bleu. Mark corn bleu. Check him out. He's from Nebraska. From Lincoln, Um, Nebraska. And I love it. It, it, And I think it's one of my favorites because John Hughes gifted it to us. It's hand blown. And it's it's just, it is really pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, if I was to take a picture of me, like to hang above the mantle wearing like a velvet sports jacket with like a puffy little, whatever the, I don't, I don't live in that world. So I don't know. Pirate shirt underneath. Yeah, well, no, like the the scarf that kind of comes out over top, gotcha. and like my penny loafers on, or something like that. I will probably be drinking from my Waterford glasses ah. that she got me, mm-hmm. and the only glass that you pulled out of the container or out of the box. No, the, the yeah, I gotta find. I'm sure that box is like somewhere here in the office. Like I don't know where the other four three That's are, funny. but this because uh, I'm like I don't want I like if I take this one out and it breaks, and I got three more that I can go to mm-hmm. when I can find them. I wonder if my chill filter stemless is in that box. Oh, that's I might have done that. I don't know. Yeah, they might all be. Anyway, together. so that's the glass I'm drinking out of. And the fanciest whiskey I have right now is that Elijah Craig 18. So that's nice. kind of what I'd be throwing in there. Yeah, I like that. What about what about you, man? So definitely, as I mentioned, <laughs> probably my um, my uh, what do you call it? My Waterford double old fashioned glass, which I don't have with me right now, uh, but. I I'm trying to think like what would I put in that that is like something I'm like very proud of. 
Um, maybe something cast strength. Yeah, I'm gonna go. This might take the cake, but I'm gonna go George T. Stag 2019. Um, in my Waterford double old fashioned glass. Okay, this is gonna be kind of a tricky one to post. Yeah, but I want to hear what people like. If you can, honestly, if you can send us pictures in this, what we screwed you choose this week, that would be be grateful. I want to see what you're drinking from. And I want to see whiskey in it. Now I'm saying, John Hughes. Oh, John Hughes is always up to the task. Yeah, he's always. And Bryce. I mean, everyone. All of our great listeners. I got to be honest. Uh Uh-huh. Bryce is, is, I think, full-time daddy in right now. And not as He's busy, man. And I 100% get that. Son, right? He's got a son. I think so. He's a son. son. I know he already had a son, but I know he recently Pretty sure the second one was a son. Okay. He recently had a child. A child. You ever see that old vine that's like, this is probably terrible, but they're like, what's, they like point to a sign and it says like, um, uh, it says like child rapist or something. This is a terrible joke now that I think about it. But they're like, what's worse than a rapist? And someone's like, a child, as they like pull up the child. <laughs> I don't know. It's so bad. <laughs> I, I know. I know what you're saying. And it's not funny. It was very poorly said. It was very poorly it... presented. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I think our listeners might hang in there a little longer and hope that oh. I can redeem myself. All right. Well, let's, I don't know if you're going to redeem yourself this episode. So no, listeners, no. It'll take You years. might need to listen no. to the next th- four, four episodes. Yeah. Next four yeah. episodes. And be hooked. Yeah. He'll totally redeem himself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what are you drinking next week, man? So we're between two, two peaty scotches, nay, two peaty whiskeys from around the world. We're going to go between Ambrut Fusion, which was a Ben Klepsig joint. And then we're going to go between Compass Box, the Pete Monster, which was a Sean Ciaro joint. I believe. Where's Compass Box from? Compass Box is kind of a, uh, I believe they're an independent uh, bottler out in Scotland. So they're a scotch. Okay. Uh, India versus Scotland. And crazy. And um, yeah, keep an eye out for Tuesday-ish when we post what we we should drink next week. And you can vote. So hop on Instagram and find out. Yeah, Yeah. man, I'm interested in both. Like I really was leaning toward the Amrit Fusion because I really do want to try that. But But then when you say pete monster mm-hmm. oh man it'll change you that's that's got me hooked yeah well i hope it's got you hooked robbie cole it certainly does and you know what cole i hope you didn't yeah. catch my cold i hope that you get better chelsea gets better and amara doesn't get worse and cole i hope that Lawn is a delight but most of all listeners i hope our love of spirits lifted you You're both idiots! Sweet!